And we're live. Do, 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 do. Venomri Kasana on the A Squared Show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, Venomri Kasana, so it's lovely to have you. Uh, lovely to have you on the show. Venomri Kasana is an old friend of mine from Boston University. And uh, he has his own podcast, actually. And I'm happy to say that his podcast is what inspired me to do uh, this show. Uh, and through his guidance and his help and learning from uh, the things he's made, I'm able to not make the mistakes that he's, ha- that he's made and uh, do my own thing. How about that? <laughs> yes, no, I'm yeah, man, growing, yes. Uh, Vinamri Kasana is um, the wild mm-hmm. guy. And I want to start off with this, Vinamri. Looking at your Instagram right now, right? Look here. Starts yeah. off with, I'm anything but static, right? What, was, what were yeah. you thinking when you wrote, I'm anything but static? And how does that, um, why is that all, such a priority? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ali, I'm honored and grateful to be invited to this show. I'm extremely happy that we have come full circle. I remember <laughs> when you were on my podcast, yes. in the second episode, the first name that came to my head was like, who do I get next? It's Ali. He has, I find, I found you as someone who is not contained within a box. You were stream, you were brimming with ideas uh, and you wore the same turtleneck. So it's, it's nice to see that. Full circle. Um, you know, a, fil- a filmmaker is consistent, if not anything else. It consistent, um, <laughs> not anything else. It's true. Yeah. And, and um, man, what, uh, what did I do? Uh, what, was, what, was, sorry, what was in my mind when I was thinking of that, uh, that statement mm-hmm. about in, in the Instagram bio? Yes. Um, I don't usually use a lot of ums. You know, this is weird. I'm on the other side. Yes. Um, but what happened is I was finding myself to be contained um, in a box because I was referring to everyone uh as i was introducing myself as a podcaster and okay. i was i was i was finding myself getting pigeonholed in one narrow frame of and of you know being the instagram creator or the youtube creator and i found that limiting and and i was i was feeling caged in so i figured i was reading this book i keep mentioning it on my podcast it's called range by david epstein and he was talking about how you should flirt with your possible selves yes. like you know kind of like how rick and morty have parallel universes right Okay. Where one in one universe, um, mm-hmm. Rick is like this guy who drinks, like the average Rick. And in, in, in the other universe, he's someone who's maybe black, like a black Rick, right? Or in yes. another universe, he's wanted by the police. So like that's his uh, possible selves, but he choose, chooses to exist with one. Yes. And I was like, you know, it's too early for me to start behaving online as if I am this 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 concrete thing. Mm-hmm. I'd rather allow myself the the freedom to explore. Uh, and so I just, I was just feeling cocky in that moment after having that realization and, and I wrote that down. Yes. No, but it's, yeah, no, that's, I mean, what you're saying is so great because I hundred percent agree, you know, with what you're saying. And I try to follow that myself is trying to keep changing things, trying to um, try new things and learn more. Cause here's the, here's how I see it. I see it as we're going to live for a very long time. Probably if like the mm. world doesn't end, right. We're going to live to hundred years old, right. People are getting older and older. And right. if you, if you set yourself at the age of 18 or 20, that this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life, then mm-hmm. you're setting yourself up for this, uh, disappointment and limitation also. Yeah. Let's say like for the next five years, you love doing this podcast thing. And then what? Right. If you have exactly. nothing, if you have nothing else that you've worked on in the past, you're left with nothing. But if you've started with something in the past, right. And already have those skills and are working on them simultaneously, you'll be able to have that vantage point where you can choose at any moment which one of your selves, which one of your alter selves you'd like to, to be, which, yeah. which Rick you want to be. And then, um, yeah, and just be and, be and have the freedom 
to jump around, right? And it's all about freedom, I'll also say, is that if anything, if podcasts for some reason shut down, good thing I have, I'm still, you know, you still got a bunch of other things you're working on, you're writing, right? What are the other projects you say you're, you're um, working on other than podcasts? So yeah, how, how does that particularly to you? Yeah, man, um, I'm writing a lot as well. I, in mm-hmm. fact, I have this notebook right here that um, it's, it's almost full. I, wrote, I write four pages every single day and that's to sort of cement in my head the idea of being a writer, right? I remember when you were on the podcast, we talked about the idea of your friends and my friends saying, oh, I'm a student filmmaker. I'm just still learning, right? Or I'm an aspiring writer, right? And uh, I, I found that I was in the same mental trap in the sense that I was saying to people that I was a writer and people were in my life were encouraging me to, to take on writing. But all I was doing was sort of playing with this distant concept in my head that, that I will be a writer one day or I'm a writer becoming I'm, I'm coming into the idea that I'm going to be a writer, but I was just prolonging the process too much. I needed some, some substance, some physical action to, yes. to justify that, that what was becoming a delusion. So now I have substance and now I can say I'm a writer. 100%. Yes. Next step is, is publishing. So that's, that's one of my projects beyond that. I'm trying to find out ways in which I can minimize my use of social media. And this is sort of a radical step, but even take away like the content that I produce and then find a way to make money via consulting or coaching of any capability, just enough to, to get by and then see what I want to do with it. So that's sort of like the, the things that I've been working on. And I was developing. Could I, could I, could I, this yeah. yes, could I yeah, ask, please. so you say you're pulling, you're pulling out of social media is what you're trying to say, like your content. So you, you typically uh, create podcasts or other content, right? Um, right. Uh, that you distribute to YouTube and Instagram and I'm assuming other social media. Um, right. and you're, you're pulling that back is what you're saying. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Interesting. Huh? Because, be- because, because this has been in my mind for a while. Uh, All right. I was thinking about, so think about it like this, think about like self mastery, right. Mm-hmm. And, and think about all the things that make you weak. Think about mm-hmm. all the things that you don't have autonomy or agency over. Right. Yeah. Um, it could be your vices. It could be your, you know, sort of desire, uh, to smoke more weed than you should, or it could be a desire to to spend more time on social media than you, than you should. Right. And it's like, you find that you're losing agency there. It's like, yes. you're not creating freedom in that zone because the one idea that I've always had, but it was recently, you know, confirmed by some research that I, I, I um, chanced upon by this guy called Cal Newport, who's the author of digital minimalism, another book called deep work. Right. And okay. he's saying how, how, how our circuits, uh, you know, our mental the circuits, but then also our fingers, aren't really made to tap on screens and sort of uh, the example that he uses several people who created Facebook and all of these other apps, right? They, they literally tried to mimic the same effect that slot machines have in casinos. They, they, they did studies yes. there and they figured mm-hmm. out how they can, because if they can, if they can make people, um, you know, put the coin in again and again and keep playing, they can do, they can mimic the same thing on the apps. Right. So, so Steve jobs uh, initial vision was to, uh, make an iPod that you can do calls over, right? That sort of thing. And and so and so and, and the other thing is combining this with this necessary drive to create content. I mean, if your listeners might know who Gary Vee is, right? There's this whole th- notion that he pushes to consistently create consistently and all of that, right? And then he, mm-hmm. the thing that he doesn't say is you. Well, he does say it actually. He's very smart that way. But he says that you know you have to define a relationship with social media. You have to define. You have to be self-aware about what works for you. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I've been noticing that as much as I 
create, even though I can mute people, uh, I still end up mining on it for some sort of thing to stop my scroll. I still spend, end up spending, wasting time on it. Okay. And, 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 and so, so, so the, the thesis that I have is, you know, in this era of noise, if you have clarity, you're going to be able to. Yeah. And, and so, I don't know. It's, I, it's something that I'm I'm trying to figure out what's the best way forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree too. I agree because I'm well we're trying, you know, we're starting off and we want to have a larger presence on social media really is that we we're thinking of breaking up these podcasts into clips yeah. and releasing them straight on social media. And I and I've noticed also through my own behavior that now that I'm posting more regularly that I am spending more time than I usually would on social media just drifting through, right? Or just like did someone like uh, like this uh, post, or did someone um, who's watching and who? Yeah. And it's just that, yeah. And um, and that's definitely not a healthy pattern of behavior to get into. No, and I, yeah, and um, right. So, but I, it just, it just what, what can, what can you do about it? I'm thinking maybe you could, I could just like post them and then maybe get off social media, maybe post on like Instagram through like the computer or something, as opposed to posting it through my phone. Maybe that might. Um, Help it, but yes, I agree. Now that yeah, yeah. social media is a, is a frenzy, is a frenzy at all times, and it's like um, you don't want to get caught adrift with what's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I I think I think the one argument that that still sort of keeps creators creating, and and keeps people who are not even creators consuming is that you know well you do have uses for it. People do make their livelihoods yes. on it. People do. Yeah. Well, uh, that's where people are. That's where people are. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. That's where the it, eyeballs it are. That's where the attention is. That's where the attention right, right. is on social media, and you want to go to where people are as opposed to make them come to you. That's the right. content creator's um, approach to it. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's that approach, and 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 I think that while that is a valid argument, what I want to see is if you can control. I like that idea about you know using your computer for that purpose, right? Or even better, if you can delegate, right? Because Delegate would be um, great. Yes, it really it, it really depends on what sort of person you want to be. Right? Mm-hmm. Like if you want to be true. an influencer, if you want to be like right a people's person online, right that sort of thing, then yeah, I mean, and if you really enjoy it, you you really yes. enjoy the idea of like communicating and interacting with people that that you necessarily don't meet and forming a community. Then that's great, but at the same time, if you want to do something deeper, which is where I think both you and I will agree. That that um, in the pursuit of breadth, that you know, twenty somethings naturally you know get attached to. All right. We, we do lose out on depth, right? And and yes. what I mean by that is the the ability to be bored, the ability to spend time with an idea without being distracted, with, without having your phone screen essentially step in the way of your thinking, where yes. you're thinking about a life project, right? Or or over the next or what you're going to do over the next three years, and then suddenly you have your friend's Bali photos, right? And so it's 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 dissonance and and. So, so, so the way I see it, the right solutions are either doing it all on your computer, having absolutely relentless, ruthless self-discipline around only creating and just letting it be. Yes. Uh, but, but that's like the hardest thing. That's the hardest. Cheap dopamine. Yes. So, um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. Um, yes. Cause I did, it's, it's weird for me. Cause there was a time where I went off social media for a couple months and then I did feel like I was a ghost a little bit that I wasn't really I connected that. with everything that's, that's happening. Right. <laughs> that I really don't know. Like, like imagine I was on social media right now. I wouldn't be caught in all this frenzy and urgency that's always shifting people about and then latest, you know, news topic. 
and um, I'd have a, I had a sense of calm and a sense of patience and like whatever idea yeah. I had, that's what I was resonating with for a certain amount of time, as opposed to now that I'm back on social media. It's just that yeah. what's the what's trending, what's everyone talking about, and that's what my brain focuses right. on. Yes, mm-hmm. and I and my, and my and my worry is that for people who are using social media is that if you keep if you keep switching around between you know whatever is like trending currently, you lose that you will lose that depth, and time will pass. Mm-hmm. And if you don't create something, that's why I feel like that's why I felt like I had to create a podcast like this on a daily consistent basis is that time is passing, right? And all this, this mayhem and, you know, it'll still continue, but I need something concrete to, to mark that yeah. I am actually doing something every day to build for my future. Yes. Yeah. That's what I was uh, thinking. And yeah, so what, um, right. you gotta, you gotta keep experimenting. Well, also what I, what I like, what I like about these, this type of like format of us com- conversating is that I feel like I get, I learn a little bit from you. I learn a little bit from everyone around me. And uh, I liked how you mentioned how, um, part of, part of your ambition is to, you know, connect to your community. Mm-hmm. So Vinamar has a podcast in India, uh, where he talks to a lot of, yeah. um, his community members. And I, I loved how you mentioned that, well, you have an ambition to connect to your ancestors and learn more about them. And do you feel like after every conversation you have with someone from your community that you're getting closer to learning more about um, your ancestors and the community? Yes. So the ancestors idea is it's, it's, it's a bit of an interesting one. So what happened is I I was running one day and and then suddenly I was, you know, I couldn't run more. I was just exhausted. And I had this vision of, of this, like a little vision in, in, in my head, right? Here of of these, (laughs) these black feet. Yes, running on the African savanna, and they were they were just running as, as fast as they could, right? And I was struck by that. It, it's I, I hadn't had a vision like this. It 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 came out of nowhere, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like my I thought about it. It just came, and so and and then suddenly it's I I felt I felt a shiver down my spine, like a good one, like a goosebump, right? And and suddenly my feet took flight, and then ever since then I felt like it's it's some sort of a I don't know. People might call me crazy, but it's some sort of a a call from 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 something that was primal something that was lost and 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 so ever since then i try to shift my podcast i mean i am right now is to try and get people not exactly who are when i say my community not exactly people who are like you know talking about my ancestry in general but that is the goal eventually but um this is a way to sort of um understand who are the thought leaders in india right and who are the people who are influencing culture, right? Yes. And these might not always be the famous people, mm-hmm. um, but it's sort of to understand, like, because I've been living here for the last year now, I was in Boston, right, with you, and, and I felt that I, I was a bit out of touch with what was happening intellectually. Yes. I had to parse through all the news and stuff, and mm-hmm. so this was my way. As for the ancestors, man, that, that is an ongoing goal. Um, a lot of it is the South Asian genome. Um, it's funny that, you know, since you're from Lebanon, yes. um, your genome can be can be studied in, in genetic tests. So if you go to ancestry.com and you buy their kit, you, you can you can understand where you came from. You can understand that you're like 25%, you know, uh, Lebanese, 35% Caucasian, that sort of thing. I can't. It's going to just show 100% South Asian. So this whole field hasn't really been researched. And, yeah. And, yeah. and I find that, uh, yeah. yeah. It's just because it has been researched. Indians, yes. and I'm, I'm going to sit, speaking. What's up? Yeah, because it yeah because it hasn't been researched because there is not isn't enough data, 
on for yeah there isn't enough data yeah. it's it's not as new yeah it, it isn't i think it's not as encouraged here in south asia as a field right um so there there are challenges but but i the real reason why i want to sort of you know bring uh, my ancestral wisdom back to india right uh, and sort of understand myths and rituals and cultures and you know jordan peterson talks about yes. it how he does it with christianity right mm-hmm. using christ as a psychological model yes model for good behavior mm-hmm. we have that here in india but sadly what has happened is um, it's been hacked by by political actors and by and by zealots right so so and and there's them on one side and on the other side it's a bunch of people who have just against civilization they're completely nihilist so yes. so i feel i feel that all the kids who are growing up in metropolitan cities in india okay don't really have an overarching myth that they can prescribe that they can feel proud about because it's layered and it's like a nihilistic culture so like the, the the youth culture you're you're talking about more so but it's very it silent it's, it's a very silent nihilism yeah okay a silent nihilism it's like um yeah yes yes yeah as i remember you were talking about in one of your videos how um how cynicism is just like uh, defeated uh optimism like it's like hope someone had hope and they lost yeah. it yeah and i agree yeah. also it's very similar in lebanon right now where um the youth culture in lebanon feels that there isn't much opportunity for them to to grow and make their um uh have have the opportunities that their parents had for a mm. future to create something for themselves based on the corruption mm. um corruption in the country basically well the economic corruption and the political corruption mm. and um yeah lack of opportunities in general so um is that yeah, i do i do want to i do, do want to yes. correct my statement a bit mm-hmm. yeah cuz cuz um i i don't think it's all bad i think i'm very optimistic about indian youth culture in general what i was speaking about specifically is uh, while yes our systems are fucked there are you know several problems yes. as with all systems in developing countries right that's a given uh that's what you have to work with sadly that's yes. the starting point that's the starting um, point but, um, you have to work with yeah, it but, yeah but mm-hmm. exactly but what i was saying is i think we would benefit from feeling a little more pride about who we are without the zealotry and that's because we would only feel pride if it was explained to us the way peterson explains it to christians in the west right yes if if we could if we could be explained our culture in say simple enough accessible terms you know terms that can practices that can be later used practices that don't have the age old you know like jaded attitudes of maybe some parents or like some religious gurus if like, like, like if what we, if we could mod- yeah. yeah like give me like some something more specific like like so, what are you so, yes mm-hmm. so what i mean by what i mean by that yeah, is um, right so for instance let's just say you know um i know for a fact that you are an atheist right and and you don't know that and, for and a fact people, that's not <laughs> uh you can't <laughs> i wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't say that uh, i would say i'm more yeah? agnostic yes 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 more agnostic finding more, i'm okay. finding more of my my faith as time passes by yes interesting fascinating yes. Mm-hmm. i didn't know that i didn't expect yes. that um but um so what i was yeah so what i was saying is uh, what what basically happens is let's say you um you question the fact that you touch your elders feet and you say that's stupid i'm not going to touch your feet right uh but but there is there is a ritual behind it right and and so because we are uh wanting to get modernized and and learn english and you know have technology and redefine who we are as indians um i think what happens is that gets brushed off as nonsense superstition um and okay. there are several superstitions right yes. but, but but the actual the actual purpose of the ritual mm-hmm. is more than that touching your elders feet is yes. to get their blessings 
Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's like, okay, let's, let's say we're all this big tribe, right? And, and then, you know, you're the young one, you're where youth resides, you're where energy resides, right? And, and so, and so irrespective of how, how they are, who they are, right? There is a natural respect that comes with someone being younger than you, even though, you know, their individual character would be up for debate, right? But generally yes. speaking, and if people well, really bless you, mm-hmm. or people who are older than you, if, if they bless you with a true heart, right? There is something that happens there. Um, but you can't just brush it off as nonsense superstition. And then what do you what do you, what do you have left then? You have this blind nihilism that you that you that you then you then try to use technology and and trends to fill your stomach with. Well, what do you really need yes. is is an overarching sense of meaning, and mm-hmm. that could also come from a tradition. So so that sort of thing. Yes. No. Definitely. Yeah. As you're saying, I mean, it's just that um, whether it's your tradition or um, your religion or just something you're really mm-hmm. passionate about, I really do think that every person should have something they do consistently every single day that brings them closer to what they're looking for. Right. Like if you're praying every single day and you're um, right. a religious person, right. That's like an, uh, like a behavior act you do every single day that does lead you towards um, yeah. Getting closer to, to something. And I feel like um, a lot of people in our current um, generation, I feel, feel a little lost because, you know, as you can yeah. right now in the United States, for example, right. Unemployment is skyrocketing. Right. And a lot of these jobs are getting lost due to automation and artificial intelligence. And um, I'm not sure if that's a worry in India currently, but um, are, do you think people are worried about having jobs in the future and what should they do about that? What do you, Um, yes. Yeah. I'm I'm not the most competent to talk about this, but but what I will say is um, it's also interesting Right. If you if you look at the way the U.S. functions and the way um, India functions, they're both con- consumption economies. Mm-hmm. They consume on massive levels, right? Yeah. Um, I think I think with the U.S. Um, they because they're a democracy, it's um, it's it's sort of it sort of opens up a lot of loopholes to to abuse, right? Whereas in our country, it's it's a lot about you know migrant workers dying. Um, I'm I'm lucky enough and my parents have been prosperous enough to be in this house people are constantly dying outside and all that stuff uh, no, because and so, of and so, because of covid I, I don't know what to make of it yes because of, yeah, because of about, covid because of yes. covid mm-hmm. because because our country as of today it's it's um it's getting outside of a what was almost a month-long lockdown okay complete lockdown of all all things right except essential services and a couple of other uh ways to move um, mm-hmm. and and so a lot of these migrant workers, these are people who um, travel from one state to the other to, to you know work in construction jobs as drivers, all of that thing, all of those things, and and so they had to go back to their home states. They didn't have cars, they couldn't, so they had to walk, and a lot of them were stranded, a lot, a lot of them died, that sort of thing. Um, but again, it's it might be funny, but I just have a, I don't think about tragedy that much. Like I know I exist out there and stuff. I know shit is wild in the USA. I woke up this morning, I was, you know, writing and my mom came and she said, did you know Trump hid in a bunker because they're all outside his White House? I was like, holy <laughs> shit. It's true. That's that crazy. True. That, that, that news yes. came all the way to India. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's coming all so, the way so to what, all what the world. What is happening there in, ter- in terms of all of this? Yes. So, yeah, yeah people in Lebanon are also asking <laughs> me about this all the time. We're going to have an episode <laughs> in the future where we go more in depth about everything that's happening. But basically, right. I'm in Los Angeles right now. Um, mm-hmm. And 
due to, um, well, George, the events where George Floyd, right, an African-American got murdered by a cop, right, brutally. Yeah. The videos showed that it was Saw just that. brutal murder, right? And then riot, uh, well, protests, people were protesting peacefully. And then things started mm-hmm. to escalate. Some rogue actors, uh, and then people started uh, rioting, uh, looting places, smashing Target, um, setting cars on fire. And yeah, and yeah. especially in like hot areas like, Washington D.C. yesterday, last night, mm. everyone was around the White House. There were just like That's thousands crazy. of people around the White House setting fires, um, to like yeah, yes, around. I don't know if you can, I, I can find this footage, but <laughs> yes, they're sending. They, they were sending. They were sending fires to the White House, and. Um, yeah, uh, that's that's the current uh, update in Los Angeles. There were protests. I mean, there are protests. Some of them got yeah. canceled because things are really getting out of hand where a lot of civilians themselves are getting hurt due to like fires and gas. And like there was this um, there was this person who set fire to a car, a cop car, but it was next to a gas station and the gas station exploded. And yes, this was in Los Angeles. So it's like. Um, it's starting to look like the middle, the middle East from, uh, from, um, from, I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm what's, go- what's going, yeah. But it's like, what is, what is going, what is going on around here? Really? Yeah. So, um, so Ali, Ali, how do you feel as, as a, you know, a Lebanese American in this, what, what, and this, is there, is there like a feeling in you to, to, to sorry? Yes. I'm feeling me to what? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what I was saying is how do you feel as like a Lebanese American that you know mm-hmm. part of you is in Lebanon part of you is in the US and, and you're um, you're seeing this nation tear itself apart from what it looks like to me on the outside what yes. how are you processing this are you one of those people who's just not paying attention to the news mm-hmm. or are you are you actively looking at it are you tweeting about it are you are you thinking about it what's like what what, what has been on your mind that's yeah that's that's an interesting um, thought I'm so I, I am keeping up I, I am keeping up with the news I'm aware of everything that's happening um i'm mm. not i'm um well my so my thought process behind so once the things started happening we did i know the past couple episodes we've we've made were about um well some of them were about the last one was about the news we talked about it the one before that we talked about Kanye us the one talked about talked about dave Chappelle. so i was thinking instead of like maybe just tweeting i love like, dave Chappelle. yeah like just tweeting like hey um I mean, Black Lives Matter, of course, but it's like, mm. I thought maybe like, you know, talking about some successful, you know, um, African-American like um, artists um, is a better approach to, gu- you know, guiding away from the hate and into towards like um, for people to really understand and um, yeah, understand, mm. under- understand like uh, the, re- the real examples of like heroes in the black community, basically. Yeah. Um, as a, as a Lebanese, as a Lebanese American here, I'm, I don't know how this will translate, but I'm, I'm, I just came from Lebanon in December where riots were happening, right. And people were protesting and, you know, there was a a civil war, uh, well, a revolution essentially that happened in Lebanon over the past Mm -hmm. couple of months. And that's still occurring currently. So I'm, I was used, I was (laughs) adapting to that chaos. And then I came here, it come. Well, it didn't, it didn't even, it didn't calm down. It calmed down a little bit. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. it just went way more chaotic for the past couple of months. Um, and yeah. I just learned, I mean, right now, it, nothing really phases me just because I'm just so used to having to adapt and readapt to all these situations. 
So I feel, yeah. I feel, I feel not too worried about my future. I'm aware that a yeah. lot of people are worried about their future. But yeah, that's how. Um, that's how I see. see that, yes, that's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Could I ask you another question? Is sure. that, can I do no, that? Feel, no, for sure. It's a conversation, dude. No, of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so how did, so you grew up, I mean, I know for a fact that Le- Lebanon in particular uh, has been built and rebuilt again over its century, over its, you know, uh, history yes. um, as a city, uh, as, as a country, my bad. Um, and then, you know, parts of Beirut have been destroyed and rebuilt again, right? Yes. Because I, I, le- I learned this in the Middle, Middle East and Studies class. And, and so, so, so you did grow up a, a fair chunk of your life in Lebanon. And, and, and there's been studies that say that, you know, kids who grow up around uh, psych warfare, essentially, either get toughened or have pro-war, you know, anti-war sentiment, that sort of thing. So I am, what I'm surprised to find is that you're someone who's been thoroughly, rationally sane. You're crazy creatively, which I love. Um, <laughs> yeah. but, uh-huh. but, 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 but I find that it, it, for some reason, you just don't seem deterred by, I mean, and I don't know how, yes. uh, how dangerous it was living in Lebanon. I, I, again, yeah. I have no idea. But, yes. but you seem like someone who's, you know, like seen a lot, but it just doesn't affect you. Like, what, what, what are the deep seas yes. inside you? Yes, interesting. Well, I mean, it's just that, well, yes, in that, well, in Lebanon, we're just, I mean, I'm, I'm sure my parents and people who live there now have more of an experience of this. But from my experience personally, mm. yes, there were, there were often that, there were times in whatever, 2014, where bombs were happening just around Lebanon. And there was a bomb that happened right mm. about, like, there was this ter- terrorist um, insurgency that was happening when ISIS came out. And basically, mm. yeah, but we kept going. We always went back to school. You know, we always kept going to school, mm. even though that bombs were happening everywhere. And we're just used to in Lebanon that no matter what, you keep going. No matter what, you keep going because, um, or else what, are you going to just stop and do nothing? Yeah. Yes. And that's how I, and that's how I see with all, this, with all this travesty that's happening right now. I just feel mm. like, well, I could, what, you want me to stop? creating content because of COVID. So I should stop going out and make movies because of COVID, right? Okay. Right. Uh, you want me to stop making content because of whatever, you know, like whatever is like hot right now. You know what I mean? It's just that, well, I just, I just have to keep creating um, no matter what, because at the end of the day, life moves on. Life is going to keep going. And, yeah. and um, you have to, and, and, I'm, and I'm optimistic about the future. And, and I'm optimistic that we create, we create our own future. Right. A lot of people like pointing fingers yes. at you're going to do that. And I want you to fix the problem. I want you to fix the problem. Well, the truth is it's up to us as a younger generation to build our own um, foundation so that we can get leverage and make our own um, change in the future. So that's how I'm um, I see it. And that, I'm not really I don't know. Again, I, <laughs> I came to Los Angeles. I love that about you, man. Keep going. You got to keep going. Yeah. That's why I'm here. What am I going to go back? I love home? that about you. Yes, yes. I mean, it's like, well, I, I came here all the way from Lebanon to uh, be able to have the opportunity to do what I do, right? To live it's a better like, life. I feel, yes, and I choose everything I do, I choose to do. Everything I do is my choice. I choose yeah. to be here, right? As opposed to choose to be in Lebanon. That's why I feel like maybe a lot of Americans are frustrated with the system because they don't have, they don't like... Um, like the protests in Lebanon that were happening are v- complete different protests, you know, than the protests mm. that are happening. They're both, I'm not saying what, which more is more valid or not, but the poverty 
Right. The, you know, the drastic situation there is different than here. Yes. That was a lot of thoughts. Um, I hope uh, answered. Yeah, it is. A yeah. No, I, I love that. I love that. I, 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 yeah, man. I, I was going to say, so that, that's, yes. I think that's the reason why we became friends and stayed friends. There was this undying optimism in you. And, and you know, even in my own reticles of, you know, because you can only see and meet so many people throughout college. Yes. You and I kept bumming into each other with hope, always hope, always talking about us. We would meet at the junction of different projects and talk about where we're heading in life. Yeah. And it was overwhelmingly positive. And I remember having a conversation with you because you graduated a year early and you said you were struggling in LA, sleeping on couches, that sort of thing. And, and I, see, yes. I see a real tenacity there. I see a lot of hard work and hustle that, that, you, that you are not fucking around, that you're here to stay. And I love, I absolutely love that about you. I think, I think part of it might be the culture. Part of it is just the fact that man, we're here to fucking create and live and be craftsmen and do all of those things. And live. Um, is the, is, live. Yeah, is and, the and truth. Live. Yes, live every and moment live. to its moment. That's the, the idea of it right exactly. now. I was having this conversation, right? I don't see it. I feel like uh, when I'm talking to you right now, I don't, I'm not really mm -hmm. thinking about, I mean, that's how, this is how I just generally approach it. I'm not thinking about like, who's going to click on this, right? I'm not thinking about um, yeah. like how this will translate to how many views I'm going to get. I'm thinking mostly about, oh, I'm having a conversation with my friend, Vinamari, I haven't spoken to in a while. And that's why I like this format as like a Skype uh, or like a Zoom yeah. conversation and that it is, it is so naturalistic it's not like i'm a youtuber posting out content like hi guys welcome to our show no i really do feel like i'm just talking <laughs> yeah. to my friend and maybe i'm putting up the sign so i can promote some things that's it <laughs> yeah yeah man it's it's it i i will say this i mean although there's nothing wrong with doing that youtube thing where you say hi yes, guys of course I, no of course there's, there's something there's, there's something very freeing about podcasts in general yes we you me anyone else with a camera, not even a camera. Not even a, a camera, mic. look at us right now. Not even, yeah, just like a webcam. That's all you need. Don't yeah. even need a mic. Just, <laughs> a you, phone. you can broadcast, yes. broadcast your voice into the universe and it's mm -hmm. free. Yes. and it's, Which is insane. There and it's permanent, right? And 10 years from yes. now, we can look back at this conversation and it'll be there and it'll still be there. And um, we can reflect. And, Absolutely. Yeah, and we would have created something. Yes. This is this is overtaking Facebook photos and and photo galleries and and camcorder VHS tapes that you watch that sort of thing. This is a poem. the way I see podcasts and content in general is it's like for other people it's your digital leverage also at the same time, right? If yes. you're trying to create a brand, right? And I did say you know stuff about social media in the back that's separate. I mean, if you can manage your agency, perfect. But it, it does allow you to create a lot of digital leverage, right? So when someone says, who are you? Well, you, you know, you can look me up and you'll find who I am, right? And, and so, so, so that speaks for you, whether yes. it's big or small, because it doesn't matter that no one's going to care if your name pops up in like, you know, the Forbes 30 and the 30. They'd just be happy to see the first five social results have something that you create. Maybe a podcast you did, an article that you wrote, that sort of thing. It means you have an online presence, right? It means you're not completely irrelevant to the world that we're moving toward. Yes. And, and, and you're saying, so you're saying, yeah, I, I like how so, you said that. So you're saying how, so the future is content like creation is that you're either a digital content creator or you're irrelevant to the world is you feel no, like, no, like what, anything what, you're doing, let's say like you're, I don't know, like if you're a vet or something, right. Could you not like make the same mm -hmm. thing that we're doing, but like about vet veterinary, pro like, you know, what do you do as a vet or if you're a soldier, for example, you could do the same thing with different soldiers, like create content. Is that the future we're moving right. towards where um, each person is like a digital content creator in themselves or, or is this just going to be like, yeah. yes, what do you, what do you think? 
a select few. Like, I, 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 it's not for everyone. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to speculate on this one because I feel like what, what might happen is, think about it like this, right? For instance, you're a dentist, right? And, and you know, you have a fine practice. You don't really have social media, right? Eventually, what's going to happen is someone's going to create a Google listing for you so they can, you know, so they can understand where your address is, right? Because you've provided nothing to the world, right? Yes. And then someone's going to create a Practo profile for you. That's in India. We have a Practo where it's like a web service for seeing all the doctors in your area, that sort of thing. So people will do that for you. And it's the sort of idea that, you know, if your work is good enough, but if you, you're still struggling with your work, right? And you're still, you still want to make sure that you have the same chance as a doctor whose profile was put up by a fan or like a patient that liked his work, then you have to have this, then you have to have this, this digital leverage, right? Because a lot of people think about it like this. I mean, I was just having a conversation with my friend the other day. Um, India has one of the youngest populations in the world, right? The average population. And, and what's going to happen is a lot of the kids uh, who are going to grow up, like we grew up, are going to come off age, right? And the parents will give them their phones for the first time. And when they get their phones and they have infinite access to the internet that they never did, what, what is the first thing that they're going to come across? What yes. piece of content will they see? What, what videos will they click on? Who will they talk to? What apps they will use, right? So I think what happens is um, people's, people get inside their own echo chambers of, of, you know, even content, like the content you consume, the content you create, the content you share with your friends, that we forget that this, this market, whether we like it or not, is going to expand massively because every single second there are kids who are just buying their first phones and logging onto the internet for the first time. And, and we can't deny that. And, and it, uh, the, the capitalist argument for this supposedly is, yes. so if you're not getting their attention, someone else will, right? And someone that's, that's why all the companies are rushing in. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I mean, yes. I, I, really don't, I really don't know because uh, the other thing is you might find a way to make money and not have a single trace of you online. You could yes. do that, you absolutely. Can. Absolutely, yeah. You can, yes. But, you but can. I think that would be a conscious choice mm-hmm. because, because I think most people dive into social media for entertainment, fame, information, but then also potential ways to make money, potential. It's like a permanent door to opportunity. I mean, that's, I think that's the way... People try to see it. Yeah. But again, I'm speaking in broad. No, but I feel, I I mean, I agree with you. It's like if, well, if I'm going to go to like um, a coffee shop or whatever, right? I'm going to look it up and whatever coffee shop has like a huge, you know, social media. Yeah. That's whatever pops up in my Google search first. That's what I'm going to go to. And that extends. Yeah. So if you are a business and you don't have a strong uh, digital uh, content, yeah create creation process then it's like you're you're not you don't have that much leverage um yes. yeah mm-hmm. i want to talk to you yeah, about and also, and all, yeah yeah i want to talk to you about so you were you were talking about creating con- content for like a younger generation right talking about mm-hmm. you're doing a lot of um currently you, you had your you had your indian podcast you're doing um a podcast a lot of community members in india and now you're branching yeah. out i saw you're trying to do it more international is that, are you doing an English version of your podcast or what is the thought process into breaking it into two uh, or not or keeping it as yeah, well? Um, it's, it's, it's sort of interesting. So I was, I was, I was, I was trying to find out ways to branch out to different audiences. There's a very massive Hindi speaking audience that would just instantly, that is far easier to explore and then, you know, get, get, get you, 
it's far easier to get an Hindi audience than it is to get an English audience because you're competing with, you know, some of the best in the world. And you can, you know, obviously use creativity and your own mind and, and the right self content to compete. But I figured that it, my podcast is just going to be with people who understand both Hindi and English. And, yes. and some guests are just most comfortable speaking English. So mm-hmm. well, they happen to be bonus episodes for the international community. But like, I, I don't really know at this point. I'm the, the, the one thing with the podcast that I'm trying to do is, is not define it for as long as I don't have to define it. Yes. And, and All right. That's fair. Yeah. So it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a thing I want to keep running in the background, much like yours. Right. And, mm-hmm. and so, and maybe, maybe that will, you know, turn into something concrete and, and worth, you know, monetizing 10 years from now, I have an infinite timeline for that. And this allows me like room to, to express and, and, and experiment. Some might say the drawback of that is, well, you know, why don't you niche? Um, you could just, you know, get a better audience now. Well, it's the same thing, you know, then I would be contained. I would rather have my sacrifices that I need to, you know, become like a full-blown, um, you know, how do I say it? Like a full-blown professional in the world, whatever that means, right? A craftsman yeah. or an artist. I would rather have those sacrifices elsewhere. But for stuff like this, I'd rather just, you know, keep it experimental. Yes. It's something that runs on the back burner. I get a, I get a guest every week. And then I just have these conversations, see where it goes, have a general idea, a general structure, keep things light, right? Uh, it's, it's, I'll be honest, it's an aggregator of experiences for my own self. I don't yes. even create it for the audience at this point. It's just, it's just for me to understand, to understand, like I said, what is happening in India, right? What is the aggregation of the Indian experience? Of course, you know, there are biases. I'm, I'm only going to get educated, or, uh, you know, guests. I can't get people who are even those central parts of what the Indian identity is, but they're just not as well articulate so yeah man <laughs> yes dude yeah no i don't no, know if i, I answered guess. that question no 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 yes dude um uh yeah so i'm um, you you mentioned that you're doing it on a like on a backward you're exploring right you're keeping it light yeah. you're trying to jump around mm-hmm. try different things um so what is what is occupying most of your time nowadays if it's not the podcast if that's more of a back burner for you yeah hold on for a sec let me show you <laughs> all right let's see what let's see um, Vinamar Kasana, um, yes, uh, he's so, about to uh, demonstrate. Uh, <laughs> yes, let's see it. So this, I mean, I have a new version now. This is something that I made last year, but it's it's the one I've become so singular now because of this. I spend most of my day doing this, and I just finished it before our podcast. Um, this is essentially the the future authoring program by Jordan Peterson, and what this is is. Uh, a long-term writing program that you used to map out your future as clearly as you can. So you generally find like a North star, something that you would like to aim at your ideal future. Yes. And you also create like this hell like place. What would happen to you if you know, you get all your ha- bad habits to, to make, you know, to get the worst of you, that sort of thing. And then you lay out eight areas in your life that you would like to improve in. Right. And it could be like, I would like to be more tough. Or I would like to be more um, healthy. Right. Or I would like to read more. Right? And then, so these are infinite games, abstract goals. And then you, and then you, you know, sort of make concrete steps to get to that goal. Mm-hmm. And then it doesn't even have to be a proper plan, but it takes a while. It takes about five or six hours to finish this. Uh, did it over bursts of about a week or so. And then you have this plan. And then you, uh, when you, you know, go on this plan, you realize that not everything you wrote down is the best strategy. And so you adapt, but, but it's like, it's the best way to, sort of cement your life, anchor your life in, in a yes. direction, right? All right. And otherwise, otherwise, it's what happens is most schedules, most habits, 
that you that you think you will do and they will help you are only bombs for for uh, you know an, explain a bomb like a bandage like a bandage okay. right? like yes, like an over, like an overarching feeling of uh, nihilism nihilism and anxiety because for me at least i can't just wing it i've i've tried it enough right i tried okay. it enough i tried being spontaneous enough and taking every day as it comes like a brand new day that sort of thing and it's not wired for that yes. i want to be spontaneous right but i will find time for that spontaneity mm-hmm. and so this allows me to at least work to put something to give some structure to my life to make it to make it a purposive story right instead yes. of like a disconnected set of events right uh-huh. it's the same thing as like you know young writers will write a bunch of, like you know because you read a bunch of scripts like yeah would you mind a bunch of ideas but they're not yes. scripts they're, they don't have events right yeah would you mind me asking like for yeah, like for you like can you give me like a concrete example like so you're spending all day writing right if that's what you're telling me what yeah. were, what are you like writing um like are you writing more about like a, a something you want to do in the future and building steps towards that or are you trying to explore yourself yeah. more so what is the like what are you actually doing yes is it two things happen so when you write when you write extensively what happens is you discover what you think before that you just you just think you know, you think about you just think you know your opinions but you really don't know them unless you you write it down right and then you'll surprise yourself so uh, and so what i'm essentially doing is i'm i'm dividing my life into like six i'll i'll just open this exercise for you so and i'll read out some of it if you don't mind um right, so no, it'll give you a, yes a, a concrete understanding of what this is so mm-hmm. okay. It starts off with one thing you could do better. So I say I could communicate better because of that saying, writing, speaking, and research are better and more fundamental to what I do, what I enjoy. I would learn voraciously. Deep goes on and on. It's a general sort of you know vision of what I want to do in the next couple of years. Yeah. Um, and talk about how you know I could write and celebrate, become a clearer thinker, be more unafraid to spend hours on reading and writing. The next things I want to learn about start start with how birds fly, how mammals breed, how to have better sex, how to get in touch with God, the realms of psychedelics. bunch of stuff again still abstract yes. i'm still yes. just getting letting my mind process like all its desires and stuff and then improve my habits so not get irritated by the comments of my family members to be more disciplined wake sleep and eat right still in the you know zone of abstraction but then it becomes specific then it's like your social life your leisure activity your family life your career qualities you admire the ideal future right and you plan out your whole future as you envision it yes um and then what is my main goal so it's like self reliance curiosity courage still in the abstract And then so goals I want to achieve. I would like to be more disciplined. And so, and I talk about how I want to be. How are you going to do it? So what are my motives? What are my what are my motives? Right. So it's like I believe that pursuing this goal is important because it compounds and multiplies all the other good things in my life and makes me feel proud of myself. So there's other stuff in there. I um, mean, then what are the impacts of this goal? What are the strategies for this goal? What are the po- potential obstacles and solutions? And how will I monitor my progress? So it's a pretty extensive list. Then it goes on to other goals. I would like to be more financially successful. Same. I would like to be a better thinker. I would like to become healthier. That sort of thing. And um, it's a long, it's a long, long ass process. I can yes, I can share the link <laughs> with you if you're interested. But it of course, but, yeah. No, but right. the research yes. says that mm-hmm. yeah, the research says that college students who who did this activity of of trying to map out what their future is going to look like, what sort of life they want to have, actually ended up staying in college and had better grades than the ones who didn't. So yes. it, it proves that you know, of course, having a plan works. Yeah. and like i mean of course like visualizing what you want right having a clear image yeah. of what you're trying to do really does help you break that down into practical steps for reaching that goal and i also like absolutely. to say that um as a like a behavioral therapist i think that one of the hardest oh, things oh yeah absolutely <laughs> as a as a one of the hardest things uh, for people to do is to take that first step into anything 
right? And that's in the art of war. I don't know if it's Stephen Pressfield, right? He talks about resistance. Love it. Yeah, and then just that. Well, it's just that there's the hardest part of any pro- the hardest part of making a podcast is making that first episode. Mm. The hardest part of writing Absolutely. a book is writing that first page. The hardest part of um, I don't know making a movie is making your first short film. And a lot of times, people right. want their first thing to be so significant, such a huge change in their life, where they forget that. All, all great things take time and they really take like anything you want to learn takes time. You got to segment mm-hmm. that huge thing into small pieces and make them into the, one of the main reasons I want to go into making this podcast daily is so that it becomes a routine. Mm-hmm. I really want this to be like, oh, I wake up, right. whatever. I, like I work out, whatever. I come, I have a guest, I talk to them and then I go and do my day. And I want it to be like so casual. I don't even want to think about whether or not I'm going to do a podcast today or not. I took that question out of it. It's just that, okay, today I wake up, yeah. I do this, and then I do my podcast. And now that it's been more routine, it's, I feel like much more comfortable being on camera and talking to you than I was when we first started this. So, yeah, so I encourage anyone listening to this who has something they want to do, just, I mean, just do it. <laughs> just do it, no matter how it turns out. Absolutely. Because you'll learn a lot from doing it, and you're going to start breaking that down into things. Oh, um, like, for example, one of the projects I'm working on with my brother, Blueberry Die, coming out soon. It's a video game, right? My brother is a video game um, freshman in um, Rochester Institute of Technology. And I really was encouraging him throughout this entire, just make uh-huh. one game, one game, one game. And that will yep. change, like, that will be able, then you'll be able to really be like, oh, we've talked about this, where it's like, well, now I'm no longer, like, a video game student. Now I'm a video game creator, right? And my video game is on, like, the Play Store. And people can look yes, it up and absolutely. play my games. Now I'm a content creator. And that shifts. And that just one behavioral change changes the whole um, like future of, uh, of what's capable for you. So, yeah. That's how. And I'm not sure if that translates with yeah. your experience. Like if you, you have skin do, in the game then. Yes, exactly. You have skin in the game and you have to keep going. Is that something? So, like when you came up with your, your podcast initially, was it more like of a whim? Yeah. Right? whim diary or was it just it was like you were trying to it was a whim you were just starting it out and then yeah. you just kept going with it all right yeah well I, I i thought of it like this um i everyone likes to see their journey as a struggle that they've overcome you know that's the stuff of good movies right? <laughs> good movies they, everyone loves to be, yeah <laughs> yeah right 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 so so for my hero's journey um i saw it as i have conquered usa in my own subjective mind field right that i have in one way right i came here and i figured out how this game is played and i played it in a way that that worked for me and that that made me happy right and so so i figured you know like okay i've i've sort of understood how to play this game and this is a fun game and why not try another game i I keep having these conversations that I just like having conversations and I, and I like throwing around ideas as simple as that. No grandstanding profound statement about changing the world, although that was in my head, but, but really like I wanted to meet my reality um, with, with, with my actions. I was like, I've seen Joe Rogan. I'm not I th- in my head. I think I'm the shit, but, but let's put it to test. Let, let's let's <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. bring it out. Let's put and, it to test. Mm-hmm. And, and so a lot of it was just, yeah, a lot of it was just slaps to the ego because you realize you're not as good, man. You're just not as good. Um, and, and, and then figuring that out and still doing it despite it all, despite cringing to the fact that you're using, you know, for me, a fake accent, right? Because yeah. I was so desperate to sound like I, 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 I knew what I was talking about. 
Um, and I was using a lot of studies that, you know, I was, I was trying to sound smart, but I kept okay. going. I kept, I kept, kept working hard to, 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 to go past those mistakes and keep, keep getting better. Right. And, and, you know, sort of like, I think by, by 30 episodes, I had my understanding of what I wanted to do. Yes. And, you know, sometimes right, I have episode episodes 30. and I'm like, holy yes. shit, that was awesome. Sometimes I've, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but people, episode thirty is when really you really episodes. got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have like yeah, yeah. yeah it yes, took a while. It takes a while. It takes a while. Man, it took a while. Yeah. It took a while. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um. Yes, dude. Yeah. My, my first podcast had mm-hmm. four listeners. Yeah. My first podcast episode <laughs> had four, four listeners, four and listeners. the YouTube. Yeah, the YouTube just blew up. The YouTube blew up because it's like everyone in my Indian community is like, oh, wow, he's doing a podcast. Yeah. Blah, 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 all that shit. Yes, uh, yeah. But then uh-huh. the second one with you, this, <laughs> yeah, it's weird. The second one with you uh, had half the number of views. Third one, barely any. The fourth one, fucking dead. The fifth one, a spike again. The sixth one, again, a spike. Seventh, eighth, ninth, falls, falls, falls. Tenth one, spike. And so it's been like that ever since. And, and it's, I think it's very important for content creators, whatever little experience that I have is you, you must not attach your self-worth to these things. You must see it as separate from you as something that you put out in the world. It's yes. not. And, and, and the main thing is you keep doing it. Your friends, your family will always have different reactions. They will always differ. They will always say different things. They'll always, um, you know, feedback is great, right? But sometimes it's just, you don't, you don't, you should not let anyone's comment of what you do really affect you so much that you just get discouraged and stop it unless yeah. you want to stop it and so unless you want to stop a it. lot of it was just fighting yeah. off all these yeah yeah self-critical and just fighting off all these naysayers man naysayers um, well they're all exactly. naysayers really exactly. themselves. yeah <laughs> you should just you yeah. really should just like do what you want to do i mean like kids for example they just do what they want to do they want to yeah. create something they'll create it they don't care if you say i don't like or you know most of the time like you know and they just they just uh, explore the world and they're creative and um yeah no holds barred and no judgment barred and i'm not too worried about like creating something like this yes maybe we're not getting that many views currently but i uh, i do believe that people love watching things in binges right and there will come a time where people mm. you know what i mean when people start watching episode after episode and get in the habit also part of the reason yeah. this is this i'm giving you some behavioral therapist tricks and tips about how I'm approaching approaching social media distribution and that it's not just that me, I'm creating a habit for myself by making these podcasts. I'm trying to create a habit within the audience of consumption of podcasts and that every day they see a podcast popping up in the recommended. The YouTube algorithm loves content daily, right? Mm -hmm. It pops up in the recommended every single time. And the second you click on it, maybe now like a 50 minutes, an hour episode is a hard, is hard to binge, right? But mm. at some point, when it is broken down, right. we'll hope, and hopefully at some point, um, when people start clicking on it, and they're like, oh, this was fun. I enjoyed watching mm. this. Oh, this was on a bad episode. And then, uh, and then they start, after like watching three or four or five episodes, they start feeling a sense of connection with the host, with the, yes. and like the vibe. And then, yeah, and then it just becomes a routine that every day I'm watching I don't know. I've watched like my favorite content creators. I'm talking, I mean, like PewDiePie, for example, a classic content, like the, the biggest YouTuber, right? He's been posting daily yeah. for 10 years, daily for 10 years. That is insane. I don't know that. 10 years. Yes. For 10 years, he posted daily. <laughs> that is the craziest. <laughs> he, he stopped. He, he took a break in January and people were like, whoa, <laughs> he got married. <laughs> yeah. 
he got he got like um yeah and that's and that's really how um because because people love having something to look forward to at the end of the day they come back home they're like oh this is what yeah. i do when i come home i eat my snack and i listen to the a squared show uh or whatever they're <laughs> Uh, or the Venom Kasana podcast, yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. I, I've been I've been doing something. Yes. Yeah, I've been doing something similar with YouTube live streams now, trying to figure out a way to almost consistently do live streams every single day. Okay. In, a, in an attempt to reach out to whoever still listens to me, because we're done with the <laughs> podcast, just like you is release yes. them consistently on Mondays and Fridays. Mm-hmm. And and it's it's been working uh, in the sense that people do expect it. They, they ask me when is it releasing, right? And the, the times that, that that I've strayed off schedule, I've noticed people messaging me and saying, "Where's the podcast?" And so you might think you might think as oh like oh who the fuck yeah. cares? I'm just gonna keep buying it out till like Gary says. Uh, but people do care. Surprisingly do enough, care. they do form bonds with it, and they do like you. Of um, course, and they do like you. Uh, you know it's that's like really me. important. Yes, of course. <laughs> hey. yes man yeah, yeah brother brother my friend Vinamri. well i'm gonna tell you dude we're really going off time i mean i could feel like i could talk to you for hours and hours but it's just that maybe we can have you another time just so people can watch this later all right Vinamri, it's great to have you my good friend we had a very interesting conversation my brother habibi habibi, habibi. I heard nice words but, yeah. but i lost lost your voice you lost my I voice said, i said yes. i heard your words but i lost your voice Whoa, I don't know if yes, yes. Can you say it he's, again? A, he's a poet also. I, mean, I don't know I'm if you know, but I'm not, I'm not fishing for compliments. I just, yes. just want to know. <laughs> uh, yes, he's a, he's a poet also. Yes, let's hear it. Uh, Vinamri Kisana, thanks for coming on the show. I want you to know we're over an hour, so we might have to go. Uh, I'll see you a, later. A it's been, been a pleasure, man. And I'll uh, and um, you're welcome to come on anytime you'd like and we can talk some more. And this was so interesting. I learned a lot. I hope people watching Hello? this loved watching this too. All right. This is how we sign Hello. off. <laughs> Habibi, I, I Habibi I this is about the time we start. My ass. I, can't, I can't hear you. And this is when we sign out. All right. Vinamri. This is how we sign out here. We do a little. Okay. Thing. I mean, yes, yes. We're going to sign out. Okay. Yes. It's, been, it's been fantastic. Anything else, anything else, been else you want to promote? Yeah, anything man. else you want to shout out and promote before uh, you sign out? Yeah, I just want to say, look up game morning routines on YouTube. It's a really fun search. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Do that. And I'll check out. It's been a blast, man. Uh, I don't... Check out the Venom Kasana podcast, and um, um, we'll see. Uh, we'll see more of each other soon. Sounds good. All right, this is how we sign out. Bye bye. Bye bye, indeed.